0: informing America's farmers and ranchers. This is AOA, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Now, here's your host, Jesse Allen.
1: And welcome into AOA, Agriculture of America, as we broadcast live from day number two of the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois, with our friends at Trelleborg and Booth 1062, another beautiful weather day on our hands and we are excited to talk tires once again here on today's program jesse allen with you here coming up as well we're also going to be talking what's happening in the markets it's segment two jacob burks with agmarket.net will be with us here to talk about some of that recent volatility we have been seeing as we look to wrap up the month of August. So that is on the way as well during the show today. But of course, our friends at Trellaborg are with us and back with me again here today, our good friend, Mr. Mike Pearson. Mike, good to see you, buddy.
2: Good to be back, Jesse. I tell you what, day one of Farm Progress Show, big success. I imagine the, the booth was busy with people talking tires, and I think that's probably what I'm excited to talk about here this morning. Jesse, How are am- we going to do
1: that with. yeah i am right there with you chris Snydert, marketing training and development manager with Trellaborg is back with us chris good to see you again and uh as i mentioned another beautiful day on our hands here at the farm progress show
3: guys top of the morning to you and absolutely it's another beautiful day we had a i call it a chamber of commerce day yesterday uh, it was very <laughs> nice uh, not too hot today's another nice day a couple of clouds but we're looking for some more action. We had some really nice uh, activity in the booth yesterday. Good conversation. We have our tire experts here, as we see. and We've got tires on display. So 1062 and 1064, the booth numbers on 10th Street. Yes, Come by.
1: Yes, come on by. And and as Mike alluded to, we want to talk tires. Let's focus on some of the products you guys have here in the booth, Chris. Can you just start with some of the uh, Trello Borg products that are here?
3: So we like to showcase some tires. You know, we're always at the forefront of technology, as we always say. And we have uh, what we call our VFTM 3000. I call it the floater tire. So the owners of the Terragators or the three or four wheel spreaders, we have that tire in here. It has the progressive traction technology. We're the only tire that has that. It gives you extra traction, 15 to 18 percent more. Better ride and it really brings a nice additional traction to the table. So that's a good that's a good tire for the for the terragator people.
2: Chris, you mentioned that tire is called the VF TM 3000. What's that VF mean that starts that tire name? Well, that's
3: some tire tech terminology. Very high flexion that deals with the construction of the tire, the sidewall construction. You know, normally in a tire. What carries the load is air. Mm-hmm. Well, with some of these tires, you want to run, you're able to run less air pressure. That VF technology, the sidewall is strengthened in simple explanation, and it lets the grower or the user run less air. And, you know, I always talk about compaction. When you run less air, that footprint squats out, bigger footprint less ground pressure, less compaction, and I say this all the time, I don't think anybody's going to argue, you reduce compaction, the crop yield will increase.
1: I totally agree. I think that's such a huge point to make is that having the proper tires on your equipment to reduce that soil compaction And oh man, Uh, more times than not, I I always hear farmers saying how that really has a great result in their field, Chris. Well, and again, I always talk about air pressure, air pressure. It's
3: kind of the, one of the most neglected things that the growers do you know, they check all the fluids, they check a lot of things and we don't check the air pressure. Think about your passenger car. I'll ask the listeners, when's the last time you check the air pressure in your passenger car? And, uh, that, the translates into the agribusiness. So we've got our experts here. We can talk air pressure. Come on in here. We can give you some suggestions on what air pressure to run. That's our
2: one of our jobs. Absolutely, Chris. You've got that floater tire that VFTM 3000. What else do you have in that VF series? Well, we have our, what we call our TM 1000 progressive
3: traction. This is this is a tr- high horsepower tractor tire. You know, probably our niche in the market is high horsepower tractor Mm -hmm. tires Uh, and that's who's here at this show you know we're in what i call the 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 heartland of america right here this is where the big farms are so we build that it's called the tm1000 pt pt stands for progressive traction and vf technology so we went through that we've got a 960 r46 in here it's like 90 and it's a really large tire but that's what we do
1: yeah, and you guys have not only the Trelleborg tires, you have some of the Mitas brand here as well, Chris. Run through some of the other uh, tire versions that you guys have here in the booth for us. You know,
3: the Mitas brand is the other brand we produce here in the United States and sell. So one of the tires we we've got in the booth here is our HC one thousand. This is a sprayer tire. So if okay. you run a self-propelled sprayer, we have uh, the Mitas brand is called the HC one thousand. And the size we have is a 750-65R46. Now, those of the people in the sprayer world, that's the flotation tire. And that's that's where the market's been going. You know, we talked about a little bit of innovation and technology. Well, things getting bigger faster. This is now a really large, wide flotation sprayer tire, which you run in the spring when the ground is still soft or you run it in the fall. And it's called, we, we build it in what we call a NRO, narrow rim option. Now, what that means is you can put that tire on a standard size rim. Sometimes when you run IF or VF tires, you have to use a wider rim because that tire spreads out more. This particular style, HC-1000, N-R-O, narrow rim option. So it helps the grower, reduces costs. They don't have to buy some other rims. But again, that size, uh, there's only uh, just a couple of manufacturers that have that big size, and we're one of
2: them. Chris, of course, this time of year, everybody's thinking harvest. We're going to get those machines out of the shop. We're going to put them to use. We're going to start loading them with tons and tons of pounds and bushels of corn and soybeans. What would you recommend if you've got a grower in here saying, I want to update my combine before harvest, What do you go to?
3: Well, you want to come in and talk to us about CFO or CHO technology. Mm -hmm. And CFO stands for cyclical field operation. So, hear the word cyclical. What does the combiner grain cart do? It goes through the loading and unloading cycle. So, that tire is built to take a temporary overload situation. Uh, The CFO tires go from 33 to 50% overload. Now, that is a big deal because think about the combine loading up with product. I'll use corn, 56 pounds a bushel, uh, 400 bushel uh, hopper in the uh, combine. You're talking another 22,000 pounds. That's not good for the tires. They get into what we call an overload or an underinflated condition. This technology will help. Uh, The tire lasts longer. That tire will last longer than a standard tire. CHO, similar cyclical harvesting operation. Now, this would go on a standard type tire. You can overload the tire up to 80% with CHO technology. So that's a huge thing for the growers because we're all trying to reduce costs. Let's face it. uh, and, And this tire, this will last longer than a standard tire. No question about it.
1: Well, gentlemen, I want to pick up a little more of the conversation on CFO CHO here at the bottom of the hour. Chris, uh, we'll have you back here in just a little bit. We will take a break, though, live for the Farm Progress Show here in Decatur, Illinois. Myself, Mr. Mike Pearson, we're going to talk to Jacob Burks with AgMarket.net. We're going to talk commodity markets. Coming up next as we continue with more AOA on the way right after this. Join us every Tuesday for Around the Table, brought to you by CHS, where we take a close look at the benefits of cooperative ownership. Every week, we'll host a new guest and discuss how you can get the most from working with your local cooperative. And we'll learn why farmers and ranchers just like you choose cooperatives to help them persevere and prosper. Tune in each Tuesday or visit cooperativeownership.com to learn more.
4: When people look at your farm, they just see corn. But to you, it's a lot more than that. It's a college fund, your retirement plan, and it deserves trade protection that can stand up to heavy pressure threats like corn woodworm. SmartStax Pro with RNAI technology is trusted on over 1 million acres to protect the things that mean more. Trade up at SmartStaxPro.com. Always read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bayer Group. All rights reserved.
0: Get uniform control in your fields with trusted, hardworking Lucinto fungicide. Control the toughest diseases with a dual mode of action fungicide that consistently outperforms the competition and field trials. Lucinto fungicide from FMC works overtime for lasting control to help improve crop yields. Talk about getting the job done. Visit your FMC retailer or lucinto.ag.fmc.com for hardworking control in your fields. Always read and follow all legal directions.
5: A message brought to you by Heart Valve Voice US. For more information about the symptoms and treatment for valve disease, go to heartvalvevoice us.org.
6: Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed. AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen. And welcome back
1: as we continue our live broadcast from the Farm Progress Show, day number two in Decatur, Illinois, with our friends at Trellaborg, booth 1062. Come on by and see us if you're going to be at the show and uh, learn more about tires, talk tires with the tire experts here at Trellaborg. Joining us now, we have Jacob Burks with agmarket.net here at the Farm Progress Show. Jacob. Thanks for stopping by, man. How are
6: you? Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't miss it here. I'm, I'm, i with both of you now. Hey, got everybody here. Yeah,
1: you, you get me and Mister Pearson to, to beat you up about the commodity <laughs> markets a little bit here. I don't know like, if I'm among royalty or at the principal's
6: office. I'm not sure what's going on.
1: <laughs> I, I think at the principal's office is probably a good idea, right, might right? Be it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about this, uh, this grain market overall. Volatility is, is back to some degree. I mean. look at november beans we can't get above 14. corn's kind of hovering there we've seen some pressure this week the wheat market is tough overall just feels like a a kind of a a tough go here towards the end of the month
6: Uh, choppy sideways markets uh, you can't have volatility if it doesn't go up and down and that's you know that's what we're seeing we're seeing some very tough resistance levels in the corn and beans as well uh you're seeing you know i think we've had four uh, outside down days, reversal days in the corn market than this month. Uh, yeah, the volatility you know used to. If we, 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 I think when I first started the business, twenty cents was a uh, was a limit move. Now we're moving 20 cents and don't even matter uh yeah. so the, the volatility is definitely we talk about it here to stay uh it's pretty prevalent right now it is with that
2: volatility Jesse. if you don't mind me jumping in because this is something i've heard repeatedly from growers at this farm progress show the challenges of marketing when the next day you can look back on a decision it's 40 cents ago yeah. in the wrong direction how do you handle how are you working with your growers to handle a a
6: marketing plan in this volatility uh you that, that is what we specialize in you know when, uh, the farmer is 100 long from the day he decides he's going to plant corn or beans or wheat whatever uh, from that point uh, you know i, I love to, to use the options where i have the right to be wrong and in this marketplace using you know spending some option premium for that flexibility in this marketplace is huge and, and we've been we've been a big uh, user of options throughout the year while we sell on rallies and just letting the market tell us what to do
1: it's all about protecting that risk at the end of the day right jacob right. i mean making sure that you, you know, if you have some sort of idea what you have in the field, it's all about kind of just protecting against that. Because if you don't, it just doesn't
6: feel like it's smart marketing. Absolutely. I mean, when I grew up, when I grew up, the first thing I wanted to do is ask an employer, what am I going to get paid? So yeah. that's the way my mentality goes. So when I'm, if I'm a producer here, the first thing I want to know is, hey, what am I going to get paid? And there's ways to make sure that you can be a price taker. A price maker instead of just the price taker, and I think that using those type of options to take some of that risk off the table, and knowing when to be uh, when to take risk off and when to let risk run. Well, let's talk about that because with December corn, we can't seem to hold
2: that five dollar mark. The market seems to have rejected it repeatedly here, Jacob. How do you manage that? Is this a risk you let run, or do you need to lock in here at four eighty before we? slide
6: further well if you if you talk to you talk to brian split a lot and he and he his you know analysis right now is when we look at the charts the the extensions are telling us that, hey 470 is that pivotal number yeah you know so with that you got crop insurance out there there's certain things out there that are going to help protect you at those levels depending on your setup i do think it's very very important to protect from this four ninety four eighty level uh yeah. with using some options I, I think that when you go up and you you stick your head above five dollars or at five dollars and it gets rejected time and time again uh, it, it should make you look at this and wonder, hey, what's going on? We're, why can't we get through there? And, and sometimes as a market you know, market risk manager, uh, you're looking at playing psycholo- psycholo- psychiatrist most of the time.
1: Well, I think with this corn market, we got two sides of the coin here in, in corn, beans, and weed, especially too. You got this hot, dry weather right now. I'm starting to hear anecdotal reports, you know, Western Iowa, Eastern Nebraska, et cetera, where, where things are burning up quickly. And, and on the same token, you would think, you would think that would be very bullish to this corn market specifically, but it's not because demand is so poor, Jacob.
6: Right. When you're visiting with a producer, you're looking at the most emotional part of this is what's going to be out in that field, and they get, we all do. We all get we get very emotional and very uh, you know concentrated on the one few little things that you can see, and what you can see out there is oh man, it doesn't look like it's going to be at this level. You're hearing these reports. You see all these tours going around this time of time of year. They cannot lose focus, the fact that somebody has to buy that. And, and if you look at just simply look at exports alone, uh, if you look at exports alone, we're 20 percent behind where uh, we were last year is having new crop sales in place. And we're, in, in, we're, we're assuming that we're going to uh, export 22 percent more next year. So we're well behind the pace that we need to be for someone to buy this product. So there's a lot of room as we take yield off for the USDA to take uh, you know, de- de- exports out of this demand picture. Jacob, it,
2: that raised a fear for me, talking about that mismatch, the expected exports for next year plus the expected production. Mm-hmm. Is this a time to be marketing December 24 corn ahead of those things becoming a, a real
6: issue in the market? 100%. We're not getting over our skis, we're not looking at, 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 at selling a whole crop, but you better have some things in there. Matt's over there talking right now regarding the uh, your cost of production and, and, and what you're paying for input costs. If you're out there booking input costs, at least that level, the known, the fixed cost that you have, it is imperative that, that you get something started in 2024, both corn and beans as well. Well, oh. so that was my next question with soybeans, Jesse. I apologize to step <laughs> no, on you good, there. You're good. I was going to the same ask place, questions. So. <laughs> right. I mean, we've got
2: this risk. Same question to you. Soybeans, if there's a hot and dry period coming in the next 10 days, soybeans should be the recipient. still seems to be a bit of a bull story on demand. Mm-hmm. Are you marketing
6: any 24 Novi beans yet? Or are you letting that ride? I, I haven't been as, as aggressive in 2024 beans as much as I have 2024 corn. Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't be. Uh, the, 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 I think that as you look at the move that we've seen in the last you know, 5, 10 days, mm-hmm. uh, this is something that should catch your attention. And, and I think you should have some targets out there. There's also some short – You know, the, the, the market has changed in the last 10 years. We have a lot of tools out there at our disposal that doesn't have to get uh, too high in premium. And right now you can look out there in 2024 corn and beans and look at some short dated options that make sense around certain levels, such as crop insurance in March.
1: Yeah, well, and I think about the demand picture of beans, tighter balance sheet, as you guys alluded to, China hasn't really stepped in to buy beans. We've seen some more sales, unknown destinations, quote unquote, China, probably we Mm -hmm. assume that's a little bit of a bright spot, but at the end of the day, uh, even on the soybean side, the demand picture is not really picking up, and seasonally, this is kind of that window where things start, isn't it?
6: It is, and we're and we're seeing those peck away. Uh, but the the you know the, you look at what's their goal. Their goal is to not come over here and rush over here and buy United States corner beans either one. Especially when you have a South American production that we saw, and you know you take away last year's uh, debacle that they had in Argentina and have an availability of soybeans. Look at what we could be coming to next year come about March. If we have a good crop in Argentina and Brazil, they're not going to rush out there and get and and get too much bought from us. At this point. Yeah. Jacob, thinking about South America in
2: this next growing season, do we have a sense? Does the market have a sense of what could go in the ground in
6: Argentina and Brazil quite yet? Or are we still far enough away from that? It's post-harvest The the early reports that I've seen. First of all, there is some dryness concerns in Brazil and South and Argentina. At this point right now, they won't get overly aggressive planting until they have the moisture available. Uh, increases have been small from what I, from what we're seeing as far as what's going to go in in, in Brazil. Uh, you know, the, the one thing that I would, uh, you know, last year we saw a lot of the huge growth in the last two years of what we saw in Brazil going in, into to agriculture. I, I think that's plateauing, if you will, uh, but I think there's still room for for improvement there and what they could be planning. So, yes, I mean, there's not a lot of fear on the global scene as far as is, is, is the soybean market and, so, and what's available. I mean, the, the, the biggest problem that we have right now is the soybean meal uh, because Argentina is the largest you know, exporter of, of meal. They had a, a, a terrible year last year. And so that's why I know you've seen our meal prices stay, stay rather high. Uh, but at this point, you know the, the, the soybean future uh, from a global standpoint looks healthy. Okay.
1: I want to pivot to the cattle market real quick before we run out of time. I know some new contract highs there uh, earlier this week. And obviously, this cattle market's been hot it's been a little more choppy as of late but i mean what's your take in cattle uh, are, are we putting some hedges on are we locking in feed costs what do you think of jacob
6: but, you know my my focus usually rolls right into the demand side of the picture when you're looking at the cattle just like it does the the because the, the easiest thing to look at is oh man we don't have as many cattle we don't have as much uh you know beef in cold storage we don't you know the, the supply of the of the cattle market is just low and, and i think that that's going to continue into the spring especially if we have good range in, in pasture conditions out in the west. But I look at what we've, what we've been able to do from the demand side, how we've been able to keep that strong uh, throughout this, this high price level has just been very, very encouraging that going forward, we'll be able to continue to make new highs. Jacob, how, how
2: closely are you watching the broader market when you're thinking about future cattle prices? Uh, The
6: first thing I look at when I think of cattle, I look at one thing: what's the stock market doing? Okay, (laughs) and that's—I mean—that's just kind of the. It's been an interesting correlation lately. Yeah. 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 Are we healthy? Are we? You know, the other thing too that we've we've kind of hung our hat on for the last two years is the export side of of the beef and hogs, and and that has we expected it to slow down. It's it's more expensive. You're seeing uh, Australia, Brazil, kind of fill some of those cheaper uh, cheaper. You know protein needs, if you will, but once you get somebody gets the taste of a porterhouse or a T bone, they like it. They (laughs) They do. do. They (laughs) do. They (laughs) They
2: love that corn fed beef, and there's just nobody else I'm aware globally bringing the quality product yeah. that American farmers are probably Canadians yeah. would have a comparable product. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've know, got maybe. good friends north of the border, <laughs> of course. Yes, hey, sir. I
1: tell you what, the ribeye sandwich stand smelled really good yesterday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> is, it, is it lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Burks with agmarket.net. I know folks who find you guys easily online, agmarket.net. So, kind of in our campaign. name.
6: Day. Yeah, kind of in our name, agmarket.net. And we always encourage everybody to take a 30-day free trial of our intel. A lot of good information on there. Fantastic. Jacob, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome.
1: Mike, we're going to talk more with uh, Chris Snyder from board coming up here in just a few minutes, aren't we? We are indeed. Can't wait for it. Stick around, folks. We'll have more coming up here on AOA for the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois, right after this.
5: At Bayer, we think farmers have made enough trade offs. That's why we created VT4 Pro with RNAi technology. So you don't have to choose between yield potential or our widest spectrum of insect protection. You get both. And you're even protected against notorious pests like corn earworm and corn rootworm. Visit VT4pro.com to trade up without the trade offs. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bear Group, always reserved.
1: Are you heading to the Farm Progress Show in Decatur? Stop by the Trelleborg booth on 10th Street and see Mike Pearson and me, Jesse Allen, broadcasting live. Learn about the HF-1000 and features that minimize soil compaction. We will be broadcasting live from Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from the Farm Progress Show. That's Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll see you in Decatur.
7: You're listening to AOA for the American Egg Network. I'm Richard Risvet with this market update. Well, most of the grains are mildly higher this morning. Corn and beans are up while wheat is mixed. Minneapolis taking the lower brunt there. Now, they're getting a bit of support from the forecast here. It's going to be hot and dry weather for the next two weeks. Hot temperatures are expected to ramp up into the 90s again starting Saturday and lasting about a week to 10 days across the Midwest. Now, rains in the first half of August were very helpful for soybean crop-filling pods, but we haven't seen much rain since August 15th, and several parts of the Midwest just don't have much soil moisture to offer this year. Soybeans are also getting a bit of support for demand for soybeans, which is remaining quite active. Yesterday, USDA reported 10.9 million bushels of new crop soybeans sold to unknown destinations. And even though both U.S. wheat and hard red winter wheat are expecting their second lowest ending stocks-to-use ratios in 10 years, the lack of demand for wheat continues to weigh on prices, with USDA also expecting the lowest exports in 50 years. It also doesn't help that Russia is expecting another big crop this year, with the International Grains Council saying that it's 61 percent harvested currently. Crude oil prices are also finding support from modest platform shutdowns in the Gulf of Mexico due to Hurricane Idalia, along with continued shrinkage of U.S. inventories. Today's weekly inventory report is expected to show another 11.5 million barrel draw on top of the 23.5 million barrel draw already seen this month in commercial stocks. USA will likely offset any yield losses with cuts in demand, especially for corn. The pivotal question will be whether yield losses will be enough to overcome demand problems. Another key to watch will be the interaction between energy prices and the grain and oil seed complex as impacted by the economy in the weeks and months ahead. The VIX is trading near 14 this morning, while the dollar index is pulling back and crude oil prices are modestly higher. You're listening to AOA for the American Ag Network. I'm Richard Ristvet. 54. So...
6: Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed. AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen.
1: And welcome back here to Agriculture of America broadcasting live from day number two Farm Progress show in Decatur, Illinois. Jesse Allen with you here. Mike Pearson alongside me and uh, Chris Snyder with Trelloborg is back with us here as we are with our friends at Trellaborg booth 1062. And Chris, uh, you know, watching folks walk by and really see the crowd pick up here on day number two and getting some folks here in the uh, tent to talk tires, Chris.
3: Well, yeah, another good day, too, here at the Trelleborg and Tosh booth. You know, I, I want to digress for a minute, as I usually do. I was listening to that last segment with you, you fellas talking to Jacob, and you know what challenges the growers have. On making decisions about things. I, I was listening to that and it was like, ay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, one thing they don't have to worry about is making some tire decisions. You know, I'm not a I'm not a grower, but I am a tire guy, and we are tire people here. And please come into the booth, 1064, 1062, METAS and Trelloborg. Our experts are here. Let's take the pressure off tire purchases because uh, we're coming to fall harvest we're, and, and I, I'm going to smooth into our little bit of our promo here. This is a good time to buy tires. Mm-hmm. We've got a fall rebate going from the Trellabort brand and it's an instant rebate, which means you don't have to fill out any paperwork. You don't have to go online, negotiate the price with your dealer and they will take, instantly 100 to 200 dollars off the price of the tire so this is a great time to buy tires and also come on into the booth we're we're having a visa gift card giveaway five hundred dollars so come on and we'll just take a little bit of information and get in that drawing to get that so but back to the jacob
2: discussion just uh, what an unbelievable thing but please come into the booth talk tires with us please do and folks here, here's the thing chris is talking about his his passion for tires and I, since we are listening on the radio of course you can't see chris he's sitting next to me he's in a very fancy polo it's embroidered it says trelleborg and on the back when you come into the booth to talk to chris <laughs> and you're going how do i find an expert on the back of his fancy polo shirt it is embroidered ag tire specialist the man is little wearing the brand is, is what he's up to here chris so I'm a farmer. I'm coming into the booth. I've got a combine. I've got to worry about. I've got a high horsepower tractor that's pulling my grain cart, and then we're gonna we're gonna get right into some fall application. Everything needs new tires. Where do you point me? Well,
3: we have a nice array of tires in the booth here. Uh, just a couple more tires we didn't talk about on the last segment. Row crop. So if you got a row crop tractor, we have the TM 600 from the Trelleborg side. It's a wide gamut of sizes. We call it the power line, but it's the row crop tractor sizes. So a huge size availability right there, all the way up to 50 inch. In the Metas brand, we have the AC85, which is the Metas row crop tractor tire. So again, our experts are here. Come on in. We can point them in the right direction. Also from the Metas side. We have what we call the HCM, which stands for High Capacity Municipal. And that's more, I, I use the term all season tread design, but it's not your traditional R1 or R1W, which is the traditional looking farm tire with the, with the 45 degree lugs. It's a very good utility tire, uh, grass mowing. I know we're not there yet. It's a tremendous snow tire, believe Ooh, it or not. Oh, wow. oh
7: I, I, know, I, I know
3: everybody's cringing <laughs> me saying that right now. Nobody wants to talking
1: move and snow, Chris. I, I,
3: It's going to snow in a lot of places. <laughs> I live in Northeast Ohio. It snows up, but that, that's a very good snow tire. Again, we've got some sizes available there and and from the trailer. So if you own a... A slurry tanker, a manure tanker. We've got those here. From the Trelleborg side, it's called the HF-1000. That stands for high flotation. So it's a not a very deep tire, but it's a high-load carrying 40-mile-an-hour tire because mm-hmm. we talked on these other segments, things are getting faster yeah. and bigger. So the, the vehicle's got to go fast. From the Mitas side, it's called the Agraterra. So again, uh, I call it the trailer radial tire, but again... Our experts are here. Come on in, please.
1: Well, and as well, we were touching on it a little bit, the CFO, the CHO aspects of these tires in segment one. I want to circle back to that because I think it's so important to talk about the differences there, Chris, and to talk about what it all means as we're nearing fall harvest. And if folks (laughs) are stopping in here and looking to get new tires fitted out here for fall harvest, I think it's important to... Uh, Know those distinctions and the ins and outs of CFO versus CHO. Yeah,
3: so uh, let's just talk the specific tire name from the Trelleborg side. It's the TM3000. We call that the combine tire. So there we employ what we call that CFO technology with some of the sizes. Cyclical field operation, that combine or grain cart loading and unloading, that tire will be able to stand the overload condition Temporary, and again, you're not going to load up the combine and drive it down the road to the to the elevator. They're going to, grain cart's going to come alongside, they're going to empty that. From the META side, it's the HC-3000. So HC, I kind of use some acronyms for me to remember it. So high capacity, you could use that, but it, it's it's a high, another high load carrying tire that will handle that combine fluctuation of the loading. That would be in the CHO, the cyclical harvesting operation that's again deals with the construction noberto talked about that a little bit yesterday but that's different construction that lets the tire handle that overload which again i think our growers know what happens there it it, it it those tires will last longer than a
2: standard tire no question about it guys and chris you've got those for the combine and then you'd also put those on a green cart, would not you where they're going to have that ex- quick unload yes again uh depend any kind of equipment you're going to go through that cycle
3: of loading and unloading again you can see in the in the in the word in the name cyclical cyclical field operation cyclical harvest operation it goes through that and again uh bad for a tire when it's fully loaded that tire is i use the word screaming that tire is screaming because it's just in an overload condition and that's not good it'll last a while but longevity it will not last as long as a tire with this technology our people can explain that to you
2: when you come in we'll show you the tires that have that technology how long has that CHO CFO technology been around chris it feels pretty new to me but i'm not in the tire business
3: yeah now it those two i'm gonna say in the last five years now i'm gonna be honest which never stopped me from answering (laughs) before i i'm not exactly sure the time but it's not that old okay you guys have haven't heard it but if you're not in the tire world you kind of wouldn't know that just like i wouldn't know some of the grain uh conversation
2: there but uh,
3: it's been a while it's it's been around i'm gonna say five years something
2: like that it's one of those things that just amazes me tire yeah. technology just keeps changing it's not the same chunk of rubber underneath your piece of equipment it's substantially different in 2023 than yeah. it was 10 years it's,
1: ago it's not just pulling a pulling a tire pulling a piece of rubber off uh off a shelf so to speak and throwing it on a car truck or a piece of ag equipment you know there's a lot of technology behind it and a lot of innovation and improvement
3: chris you know and let's face it the prices of equipment now the growers are spending a lot of money and sometimes we don't pay attention to the tire and and we really and again uh, it it, it's uh, some tires are not that low price i'm i'm going to be honest with you Mm -hmm. we We, I continue to say this, we built some of the finest tires in the world and we have a pretty good price, but again, that's, you need some quality. That's what we bring. We bring innovation. We bring technology. That's what our people talk
2: about. One of the technologies, Chris, it's come up a lot. And I just want to hope you can go into a little more detail. PT, progressive traction. We've heard that a lot on these Trelleborg tires. What does that mean? Well, progressive
3: traction stands, and we call it the double lug effect. So if you come into the, you know, I'm a touchy a guy, or we can't do that on the radio, <laughs> but come on in, and we have some tires with that tread pattern called progressive traction. It's an extra step off the lug. We call it the double-edge lug, and that, as the tire starts to dig into the ground, that regular lug is gripping. Well, then as it gets deeper, that second step starts to grab and studies 15 to 18 percent additional traction with the progressive traction now let me tell you what else it has done if you look at the tread lug shape when you get down to where it contacts what we call the casing or the body of the tire Mm -hmm. the lug gets really wide when it gets wider that stabilizes the lug, because when a tire is going down the road, that lug is squirming, It's and it's scraping itself off. I mean, that's just what happens. But that progressive traction makes that lug more stable, reduces squirm, improves tread wear, and let me tell you what else it brings to the table. Reduces vibration. It's a smooth riding tire. I mean... Look at a tread of an ag tire. It it it, it it's yeah. it's not a real smooth ride. <laughs> so anything you can do to get the tire to ride smoother cuz let's face it we're coming up to harvest. The growers are going to be in the equipment a lot. So anything you can do to make it easier on their life and again, uh, we're always thinking about that.
2: Yes. So Mike, that's what Elsa brings to the yeah. table. So you're getting 15 to 18% added traction in the field and a more stable comfortable ride on the road.
3: Yes. Okay. So we cover best of both worlds right there. Thank you for saying it that way. So, yes. So, again, come on in, take a look at that, uh, Trek Pat.
1: In my mind, what I hear quality, innovation, longevity, that's what you guys are about here, Trellaborg and Mitos, with uh, with your ag tires. Is that that the best way to sum it up, Chris?
3: As I say to Mike, uh, Jesse, you're becoming trainable here. Very nice. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. So thank you for saying that. Yes, Jesse, I' being a little funny there, but that's
1: exactly right. No, hey, sometimes we got to, that's a great way to put it. Sometimes we got to be a little funny and and have a few jokes, right? Right? Absolutely. Uh, Chris, we appreciate you joining us as always. And I know we'll talk to you more tomorrow here on the show. Thanks so much.
3: Hey, stop by the booth, 1064-1062. We're open.
1: And, Mike, we're going to talk to Andrea Maselli, the North American Commercial Director for Trelleborg, next here on AOA. And I'm sure you've got some good questions. I'm looking him. forward to it. Good conversations ahead. We'll get him in the uh, in the booth here, and we'll talk more tires with Trelleborg live for the Farm Progress Show, day number two in Decatur, Illinois. We'll be back with more here on AOA right after this. Join us the first Wednesday of every month on AOA for the latest episode of The Monthly Grind with our friends at the National Corn Growers Association. We'll discuss the latest topics surrounding the corn industry, the relationships between corn and other parts of the agricultural supply chain, the newest initiatives and partnerships from NCGA's Market Development Action Team, and much more. That's the first Wednesday of every month for The Monthly Grind on AOA. It's a show you don't want to
5: miss.
4: Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge, but with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM grain marketing, and other stewardship practices.
7: Corn is native to the American continent and was unknown to the rest of humanity until Columbus arrived in the New World in the 15th century. It took less than 100 years after Columbus's discovery for corn to be introduced to farmers in Asia, Africa, Europe, and the Pacific Islands. After wheat and rice, corn is the third most cultivated crop in the world. The four nations that purchase the most corn from the United States are Mexico and Colombia who use it as a food ingredient and Japan and South Korea who buy it mainly for animal feed.
4: Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use, community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov.
0: Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed. AOA. Now back to Jesse
1: Allen. And joining us now here as we are back on AOA, Andrea Masella, the North American Commercial Director for Trelliborg. Andrea, thanks for joining us here this morning.
9: Hey, good morning. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Mike. Happy to be here. Now it's a tradition. We started last year and happy to to do this again this year. And uh, see a lot of traffic at the booth. Please keep coming, keep asking questions about tires, and uh, have a great show, everybody.
1: Yeah, let's have a great show. Mike, I know we want to talk a little bit about the overall market here with Andre. We
2: do. Andrew, you mentioned we did this last year. We had a conversation here at Farm Progress Show, and at the show last year, in the tire business specifically, the challenge was, well, production's just not back. It is back. It's back everywhere. Now, what are you seeing from your perspective here on the market?
9: Uh, yes, I mean, like uh, I've been in this industry for 20 years. And uh, I can tell you that every year was different, you know. Fundamentals are still the same. Uh, the egg industry is always solid and strong, but every year is different. You can have the weather, uh, geopolitics, uh, economics, but you know, every year is different. I, th- I think I like this year. I like this year much better. Last year, there was no availability, you know, nobody had a choice. I would say that this year, the biggest difference is that our producers finally have a choice. They can make the right call for their uh, activities when they... Plan to buy an equipment when they plan to buy a tire so uh, when they plan to uh, anything they need to optimize their uh, their work every day so that's the biggest difference they have a choice and uh, and that's a good thing yeah, it is a good it's,
0: thing
1: it's a very good thing i was just gonna say because having that choice now you know as supply chain concerns are alleviating a bit and really giving our growers options and they like to have options but giving them quality options like you guys are here trello borgamitas is,
9: is huge as well yes exactly that's that's on our side you know how do we see this you know uh, of course we have to continue the development development of new product and continue to push our values our values is quality and best value for the quality you 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 buy so uh, looking at the tire you know there's so many features you know chris went over a lot of the uh the uh, positive things about our tires so this is something to keep in mind Uh, what we try to offer through we have two brands trelleborg and Mitas. we say the right product for the right application okay so we don't sell by price but we try to give you the product that is the best value for 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 what you are going to do with this tire And that's what it all comes back
2: to is having the right tools when you're trying to get that power onto the ground, particularly in harvest situations. Well, in any situation, of course, you got to have that power on the ground. A big tractor doesn't do you any good if you're not getting the power to where it needs to be. Andrea, you mentioned this this is a year you're looking forward to it. There's good things out there happening in the industry right now. As you look out for the future here of Trelleborg, what sort of investments or how do you think Trelleborg is prepared to meet growing demand in the future?
9: Thank you, Mike. I mean, uh, we're very committed to this industry. You know, we have two plants here in North America. The way we go to market, we call it local for local. So we want to be close to our customer, listen to our customer and uh, develop product that can fit their needs. So uh, for the future, we've done a lot of investment during the last two years. We realized that our capacity was not enough to keep up with uh, the demand. So uh, we had to make some tough choice in uh, you know in order to allocate product uh, we don't want to be in this uh, situation uh, in the future so the two factories in north america they receive a lot of investment we have uh, um, uh, put new presses new tire building machines so but also we're focusing on bigger presses bigger tire building machines so also not more capacity but also increasing the average weight of our tires so, you know average, we know that uh, the trend is a bigger tractor bigger machine faster machine so New technology. Most of the, our product now is BF technology, so of course they can carry higher speed and, uh, uh, of course, uh, or uh, higher load. So um, that's the way we're uh, we're investing in the in the. in in this market and this industry.
1: Yeah, I was going to say just kind of that growth of the market. You mentioned it uh, as far as bigger equipment, bigger tractors, faster. So you guys continuing the innovation here as the market kind of shifts and changes a little bit. I think it's it's really great to see you guys kind of on the cutting edge uh, of that innovation and trying to stay with and or ahead of where the market is headed.
9: This is the fun part of our job, right? Listening to the end user, but also the, the close contact we have with our OE customers. So we sit with them, you know, we have a, a partner level of, um, in terms of supplier. It means that we can work on projects for uh, the future. So we sit with them. We listen to what they're planning to develop. And uh, b- based on, the, on this input, we can develop those types. So um, be an OE uh, sup- um, supplier. It doesn't mean uh, only, of course, selling high volumes, but also means working on new project. It's also good uh, um, testing for our product, of course, for the quality of the product. That's that's uh, stra- very strategic for us to take care of our own business in order to be better uh, when we uh, approach our producers as well. It's neat that local for local
2: approach doesn't just work with farmers. It also works with ag businesses that are in the industry, making sure they've got the right products they need for, for their
9: equipment. Oh, yes. I mean, this... Uh, uh we started those two factories um the first one in 2012 in uh, church city iowa where we produce the brand Mitas. the second plant uh, started production in 2016 in uh, south carolina and both projects have been uh, fantastic uh, to and uh, they they really help us uh, um, developing what what was really needed in this market right so that uh, that's the way we, we approach the market of course we have european production for european needs american production for american needs so that's that's the way to go
1: final thoughts here before we wrap up we got about a minute anything else you haven't hit on or anything else you want to reiterate for folks as they're thinking about looking at new tires from from trello or mitas
9: yes yes hey thank you jesse i mean um, i would say that uh, to all the producer right so this year is going to be different like like we've said really step back look at what you do think what's the best for you come and ask us a question questions about tires and uh, you know you have an opportunity really to choose what's good for you and we are here to maybe like discuss your needs and uh, propose you like the best options you know so uh, i know inflation is up but uh, you know i think uh, you still have to look for the the best option for your money and uh so keep that in mind and come and see us at the booth is uh, 1062 and 1064. yes 1062
1: and 1064, Mike.
2: Jesse, thank you so much for the opportunity to come back, hang out with my friends at Trello Boards, Folks, if you're on the grounds today or tomorrow, come by the booth, stop in, see the incredible show here, see the the incredible tires. And if you bump into Jesse Allen while you were down here at the Farm Progress Show, do be sure to wish him a happy birthday. (laughs) Today is Jesse's
1: birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Jesse. Uh, You know, spending it at a Great American Farm show is a great place to be, I would say. Thank you, uh, Uh, Andre for joining us mike thank you for joining me we'll do it again tomorrow here live from the farm progress show in decatur illinois with our friends at trelliborg this is aoa i'm jesse allen have a great rest of your day Are you heading to the Farm Progress Show in Decatur? Stop by the Trelleborg booth on 10th Street and see Mike Pearson and me, Jesse Allen, broadcasting live. Learn about the HF-1000 and features that minimize soil compaction. We will be broadcasting live from Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from the Farm Progress Show. That's Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll see you in Decatur.
4: When people look at your farm, they just see corn. But to you, it's a lot more than that. It's a college fund, your retirement plan. And it deserves trade protection that can stand up to heavy pressure threats like corn woodworm. Smart Stacks Pro with RNAI technology is trusted on over 1 million acres to protect the things that mean more. Trade up at smartstaxpro.com Always read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bayer Group. All rights reserved.